Hey, what's up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of True Myths, One Lie, the game show in the form of a podcast all about myths, urban legends, conspiracies, all the things that we don't fully understand. I'm your host, Anthony Manella, and the way that the game works is three stories are going to be told, two of which are from people online that claim that these stories are true and one that is completely made up. It is up to my guests and everyone at home to try and figure out which story is the lie. Today's first guest is wearing a one-of-a-kind Culture 35 merch for audio listeners. He's wearing a, a really old shirt that we made we sold zero of them and i never bought one myself and then we took it out of the store so he is the only person on the planet to have this culture 35 merch um and maybe someday we'll bring an updated design back who knows austin murphy Woo. how's it going everybody i found this in the back of my closet <laughs> <laughs> oh so that's what my my oh, no. one of a kind merch is worth oh, to you so why did you out? say that <laughs> <laughs> Today's second guest, I just wanted to take a second to say congratulations because he's getting married in two months. Two months? Uh, about two and a half. Two yeah. and a half. Congratulations, Zach Sicardi. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Anthony. Yeah, I'm yeah, really looking forward to, uh, to having all you guys at my wedding. And today's third guest is unbeatable in Mario Kart. I've tried. It doesn't happen. My brother, Christopher Manella. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Ooh. What do you play? Baby Rosalina. Baby Rosalina. What a great character. Because, like, when you lose to that, it's like, wow. <laughs> I just lost to Baby Rosalina. No, but I think Rosalina's, like, a super cool character, so Baby Rosalina just makes it even cooler. Anyway, we have to take a quick little break, but when we come back, we're going to get into today's topic. We'll be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And we are back. Okay, guys, today's topic, we are talking all about something called crawlers. Are you guys familiar with this? Not really. Like Call of Duty zombies? Yeah, like a zombie crawler? Not or necessarily. Like creepy crawlies. Creepy crawlies is a better or way like of putting it. like a baby it. when they're crawling. <laughs> uh, okay, all these are really good, but They're no. Oh. Have you guys heard of the rake? Yes, of course. Like, for leaves? <laughs> <laughs> okay, the rake is basically a creepy pasta that was made up by the internet. However, there are creatures that people believe that are similar to the rake that exist in the real world. And basically, they're these, like, pale, white, thin, very human-like very creepy, bony-looking things. Yeah, their faces sometimes are described as, like, alien-like, but, yeah, they're very humanistic. Imagine just, like, a really white, pale, creepy-looking, like, dead human. <laughs> so, a mirror? <laughs> Zach, um, give yourself some credit here. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I was, I was looking around like, who can I make fun of? And I was like, oh, myself. <laughs> you are very, like, thin and tall and long, though. Your limbs are very long. I remember in... Okay, we went to a Sweet 16 
years and years and years ago. And in the background of some of the photos, you were just lurking there. And I, <laughs> I remember we were looking at them and we were like, Zach, you kind of look like Slender Man. Just like <laughs> tall, lanky, standing at the back of the photos. Yeah. It was like horrifying. Who's like, Then you meet you and you're just the least scary person ever. Well, I was also a year older than you guys and a lot of you like, hadn't caught up to me in height yet. And so like, I, I kind of never was going to. <laughs> We didn't know that at the time. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You don't yeah. know. I kind of towered over was. everyone back then. That's true. But you also, you're also just tall, too. You're a tall guy. All right. So if you guys are ready, I'll jump into the first story here. Yeah. Let's do it. I think I'm ready. All right. Story number one. In 2005, a man was bringing the trash out in his rural home in Texas. He goes out the side door when he hears a weird sound coming from the woods from behind his house. He describes the sound as a weird exhale and squeal, and he thought that maybe there was an animal injured in the woods. The man went back inside, he grabbed a flashlight, he grabbed a shotgun just in case, and he went back outside to see if he can find out what was making these horrid noises. No one lived within miles of this guy's home, so he figured it couldn't be someone's pet. However, there were plenty of wildlife back there, so he thought that he was going to have to go into those woods and unfortunately put whatever this animal was down. As the man walked closer, he shines the flashlight into the brush ahead, and what he saw was this weird, bald, pale white head, and this thing had a wide, gaping mouth, and it looks at him, and it makes that same horrific noise that it was making before. <laughs> that's Yeah, that's it, Zach. That was good. Wow. <laughs> you, you can hire me for voice acting. The man was frozen in fear when all of a sudden, this thing extends one of its long, thin limbs towards the man. The man immediately turns around and makes a run for it. As he's running, he takes a quick glance over his shoulder and he sees that this thing is chasing after him on all fours and it's about seven feet long. He took a shot at this thing, but he missed because he was so frantic. He made it back to his side door, slammed the door shut, and then he heard the creature slam up against his door and start scratching it for several seconds before it eventually stopped. The man could barely sleep that night and he could swear that he heard that same noise coming from the woods all night long. The next morning, the man woke up and he went over to his side door to find the screen in front of the door was completely torn. There were scratches everywhere and he took a picture of the door. He posted it online and he received some feedback. And after hearing from some of the comments, he has come to the conclusion that what he has seen that night was a crawler. That is the end of story number one. I'm going to give you guys some time to discuss. Go. It just sounds a little weird to me, gentlemen. How about you? What do you guys think? Definitely weird. A lot of things here that don't make sense. Yeah, there's not a ton of details, I don't think. It sounds like a made-up area. But on top of that, another hole that I thought I noticed was when he was running away, he was able to use his depth perception to an unreal, astute observation of it being seven feet long while he's sprinting away from it. Is that what you're worried about? <laughs> also, can we talk about how this didn't catch him somehow? It sounds like they're pretty light and nimble, exactly. So I can't imagine like a normal man being able to outrun that and making it back to his house and closing it just in the nick of time and right. then it crashes into the door I mean that just sounds like something that would be made up in a, in a TV show or, yeah. or a movie or something right so that makes me a little skeptical off the bat gotcha he heard it squealing and he's like oh, I have to deal with this like why is this your job to put this animal down like just mind your own business let something eat <laughs> it you know no, he makes Circle a great point. Of life. yeah no you make a great point especially when you live in the rural area with nobody around for miles 
That's ridiculous to me. Lives in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> story number two. This story takes place in a rural house in Kentucky. It's the kind of home where you would have to drive for 20 miles before reaching any civilization. A young girl around the age of 10 is playing fetch with a 90 pound German shepherd who had just retired from the police force. The girl throws the ball. The ball accidentally hits a tree in front of her instead of going forward. It bounces behind her. The dog follows the ball behind her so they're both out of her line of view. And then all of a sudden, the dog gets thrown from behind her in front of her. The dog hits a tree and is knocked unconscious. Just then, the girl feels this hard object hit the back of her head and she's also knocked unconscious. She wakes up to being dragged through the woods by her hair. The young girl screams, which must have scared the thing that was dragging her because it lets go for a second and her head hits the floor. She got up and ran back towards the direction of her home and she's running as fast as she can. She glances behind her and she sees this white, pale, bony thing chasing after her and it is quickly gaining ground. The creature caught up to the girl, grabbed her by the hair again and started dragging her once again through the woods as she is kicking and screaming the whole way. The creature drags her head into a riverbed and holds her under trying to drown her. She then hears a loud cracking sound from underneath the water and she realizes this creature has once again let go. She lifts her head out of the water to find her dog's jaw wrapped around the creature's forearm. The creature's arm now hung limp. It tried to pick up the dog, but the girl noticed that it couldn't. It didn't have the strength anymore since the dog had broken its arm. She ran off back home and left her dog to fight the creature. She gets home. She tells her parents what happened and believe it or not, they believed her story. A day later and the dog still hasn't returned. Day two, still no dog. On the evening of the third day, the dog comes hobbling out of the woods with cuts and lacerations all over its body. The dog also had blood caked around its mouth and the dog ended up surviving and living for three more years after its fight with the creature. After looking into the encounter further, both the girl and her parents have come to the conclusion that the dog fought off a crawler that day. And that is the end of story number two. I'm gonna give you guys some time to discuss. Go. Can we talk about how many details were in this story? Right. The very get-go. Very right? different from the first story. And many stories we hear on this channel. Yeah. As of right now, both either story one or story two seems like the fake one because it's making the other story look more real, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. It could be story one or story two. At this point. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Can't be three, but we didn't hear it no, yet. Not yet. Great deduction. <laughs> we'll see after we hear three. Yeah, so both yeah. stories have had that. Radi mile radius and both stories have had that uh, point in the story where it's like oh this is such a show, like perfectly written where it's like the person barely survives you yeah, know like right yeah. before they die both yeah. times now so it's like ugh. right I mean that's kind of another trope right the dog comes in and saves the day you know that, that's also like a very common trope so right um, you know that could be a play ready to move on here sure yeah all right we are going to move on to our mini game oh are we playing oh would you rather or guess who yeah we are <laughs> We were playing guess who uh -oh. Alright so You guys know the rules You get five yes or no questions And uh, the answer is going to be some sort of mythical creature Ready? Go Maybe we should just have Zach think of a question Oh because I don't know about that 
We always ask the same ones, though. Do we? So I've I, only just done wanna, it once. I just want to see if he can think of something. Oh, new. that's true. Yeah. So you could, you could just vote. I don't know. I wonder, like, can it fly? Yeah, that's usually one of the things we do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, is it so fly, we're swim? We're on the same page. He said, so yeah, this wasn't the greatest one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> so first question, can it fly? No, it cannot. I think we should ask if it has like, sentient type capabilities or cognizance, like a 2021 cognizance of a human being. It could read, it could write, it thinks on its own, or does it act on animal instincts? We could ask one or the other for a yes or no question. Because werewolves and stuff like that are monsters, are beasts, you know, Sasquatch is a beast, but vampires, they're like evolved yeah, right. humans, you know what I mean? It could be something like that. Yeah, I think it's a good question. Yeah, like, does it have, um, does it act on animal instincts yeah. primarily? Yeah, that, that, we'll go with that. Does it act on animal instincts primarily? No. Ah, so it's pretty intelligent. Okay, that's It does that's not good. succumb. That's a good question, then. So it could be vampires, but we don't want to go too early. And it's not going to be vampires because there's oh, already can vampires. Va- can vampires fly? Yes. Yeah. Oh, this is not flying also. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's not flying. Right, right, right. All right, does it stand on two legs? It does. It does stand it on does. two legs. Amalgamation? Is there more than one creature? Like it's two and one? Yeah, or even more than that. What if it's like a chimera? But then, so what, what, if, if, it's a, what if it's a centaur? Centaur. centaur. Yeah, a minotaur. Yeah, I, f- I feel like our best guess right now is... Horror, is we it, ask. What about horror? If it's a horror monster or if it's supernatural. Because minotaurs aren't horror. Not even close. Those are fantasy. Whereas vampires and werewolves are horrors. Now that's a good question. Yeah. So, I'm going to go with that one. Is Anthony it, approves. Let's go. Yeah, let's <laughs> is go. it supernatural? Or is it... No, sorry. The other one. What's is the other it one? horror? It's always a horror. Yeah, it's a horror monster. It is definitely horror. It stays on land. It doesn't act on urges. It walks on two feet, and it is definitely horror, and we all do know it. By by doesn't act on urges, um, I would just like to clarify, I mean, like, it's definitely... Capable of thought? Aggressive, but it is capable of thought. Makes me think of mummies. Mummies, vampires. There are a group of people who would argue that this is real, and I tried to make an episode on it, but I couldn't find... Any good stories? Oh my god! And it probably is vampires, right? Because <laughs> he tried to make an episode of vampires. He said he went on the Reddit, and everybody was just talking about how they want to actually suck blood. <laughs> that is exactly <laughs> what I found. I just found people like, yeah, I, I crave blood, and I'm like, okay, so this isn't what I was looking for. Um, but it was already, question was already vampires before. Yeah, so. an, you're yeah. on the right track, though. Yeah. Could it be Slenderman? I was just thinking Slenderman. You're That's getting right. you're getting way more into the realm of. What I'm looking for now. Okay. The, uh, what is it? Siren Head, like that genre of creature. Have, have, has Colder 35 done a video on it? On on Did, Siren Head? No, on this monster. Is that what oh, is that a good question to yeah. ask? That's a good question to ask. <laughs> right, has Colder 35 done a video on this monster? It's been featured once. And we have one more question left. Did you still have one more question left? Do you? I thought it was six. Five. You're right. It, no, it's is six. Six. it is six. It's six. Oh. It's six. All right, so what's that hint? In yeah. honor of the 50th episode of the podcast. <laughs> six questions. We got 50 questions. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen Tom and Larry get like eight. I just, <laughs> I just need one extra one. You're not wrong because I'm very lenient. Except I did go hard mode the one time that you played this game. Yeah. And now I'm bringing it back. I just uh, want you guys to get uh, this. Okay, okay. One more question, that's it. Yeah, I'll give you one more. Yeah, okay. It was 110% a thing that as kids we were all afraid of, aware of, and afraid of. What if it's like the, the boogeyman? boogeyman? That what you said? Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. It's, not the, bo- it's not the boogeyman. You guys are so close. Is it the cookie monster? <laughs> <laughs> we never asked the scale or hair kind of question. You guys hair? Does this character have hair? 
It has long hair. Some say it covers its face. That makes me think of like Cousin It, but that's obviously in a movie. I can only think of Bigfoot, but it's obviously not Bigfoot. You know what I think of? I think of ZZ Top. Oh God, I we got nowhere. <laughs> Bigfoot and I think of Yeti. I gave you guys extra information. It's not Sasquatch. It has long hair, like, you know, most females. Oh, it's a woman. We haven't guessed a single woman monster, wow, guys. we are so sexist. We need to guess some women. Headless Horse Miss. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait. I think I have it. I'm pretty sure I got it. You got, got it. it? Yeah. What but is I it? don't want, I feel like I want them to get it. Can you, <laughs> no. can you give me a, the letter starts with at least? M. Miss Mary Mac. What? What? You said it. Mary? Mary? Like Bloody Mary? Oh, it's Bloody Mary. Really? I was so scared of that growing up. Oh, my God. It was terrifying. It's Bloody Mary. Bloody so Mary. it starts with B, then. It starts with B. <laughs> you, the you, idea. you gave him M, and it gave him Mary. <laughs> and it Did worked what? out. You see it. You see it. I was thinking mermaid. That was you, too. Mermaid. Mermaid. No, yeah, Bloody Mary, the urban legend. No, he's definitely the, right. Oh my yeah. god, I am in that video. Yeah, yeah. you're in or that. Or at least the bloopers. Yeah. I'm not even... too mad at myself. I'm really happy though. That was fun. I'm, I'm I love guessing so much. Yeah. <laughs> it's so fun. I don't I don't think you guys won. Yeah, I don't feel but, accomplished. But you know what? You got it. I don't know if it's about winning. Yeah, it's not. It's about <laughs> the fun of just playing guess who. Yeah, right? It's, it's not all about winning. <laughs> not about winning. <laughs> um <laughs> you're telling me. <laughs> oh. This is your chance to get your win before the show ends. This is your last opportunity here. All right. Gotta better make it count. <laughs> better make it count. <laughs> I'm eager to hear the, this uh, third story so we can, uh, yep. we can make our decision. Mm -hmm. We're going to get into that third story in just a second. But first, we're going to take a quick little break. We will be right back. And we are back. Okay. You ready to jump into story number three? Let's do it. Oh, yeah. I'm jumping. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Story number three. A man with very good eyesight believes that he encountered a crawler in the Sierra Nevada mountains that goes by the name of Penelope. Who goes by the, the name? The mountain goes the by Penelope? The crawler. Oh, okay. <laughs> what? Yeah. In 2014, this man and his wife were staying at the Twin Lakes Resort. They were loading up their truck with some fishing gear and getting ready to go out for some daybreak fishing. The creek campground is about a quarter mile away from the lake house. So they were taking their drive and they've taken this drive hundreds and hundreds of times. They absolutely love it. It's always active with wildlife and they're always on high alert for things like rattlesnakes. This particular morning, however, was a little bit foggy. It was still a little bit dark out and they saw this weird creature about 50 miles, 50 miles. And they I mean, he does have good eyesight. <laughs> it just keeps getting more it's the miles. Got, yeah, that that. More and you rolled your eyes like, what's that so ridiculous mm -hmm. about? And then you said he does have good eyesight. Like, oh, <laughs> that's far. <laughs> 50 yards. <laughs> it looked really light and close to the ground. It was the size of a large goat, but it moved very oddly. Its limbs didn't move in the regular way that animals' limbs should move. They almost looked as if they were all broken. The man turned on his high beams to get a better look at it and the creature seems to be irritated by this. It turned its long human-like neck over to the car and it was staring at them 
and its torso looked to be about four feet long. This thing had no tail. As they passed it, they saw that this thing was hairless, it had pale skin, and its limbs were very, very long. It had thin, very defined muscles, and it was sinewy. And although this thing was close to the ground, it had very human-like shoulders. It seemed to be running on its front knuckles or claws, and its eye ridges seemed to be protruding. Even stranger, this thing had a tight-lipped human mouth and a really large chin. The thing appeared to be grinning, but they could tell just by looking at it that this was no friendly grin. This thing looked really evil. It had very long, lean limbs, but it was crawling, impossibly low to the ground. The torso no more than five inches from the ground. <laughs> this is a joke. <laughs> and its limbs, long. <laughs> Believe it or not, this thing was actually moving at an incredible pace. Wait, that really real? is the next sentence. No way. Yes. Oh my goodness, dude. <laughs> the order of feet landing was completely wrong, too. It looked almost more like a spider or a crab. How much time did he have to look at it? Right. <laughs> right? He's noticed every little detail about this guy. guy has great eyesight. Great eyesight, Austin. It's, Come on. It's ridiculous. The most disturbing part of this creature were its eye sockets. They were deep, red, but there were no actual eyes that were visible. The couple thought about following it, but decided not to. And that is the end of story number three. I'm going to give you guys some time to discuss. Go. Wow. I cannot believe that. The imagery in that story was unparalleled. There's, I, there's so many details to discuss there. I feel like, like it I was, was there. low to the ground. No. It was long. Light. Mm -hmm. Low to the ground. Again. Skinny. Low to the ground. Low to, very off the ground. Crawled. Five inches off Five the ground. Five inches off the ground. Crawled several times. Fast. I will say that this story actually had nothing going on. Not at anything at all. At any point was there anything going on. It's just two people going up, walking out, That's seeing so something, true. describing what they had seen, and then leaving. Uh, you want to give us the recap? I feel we broke it down quite a bit. Story number one. Man was outside taking out the trash. He hears a weird noise coming from the woods. He goes back there with a shotgun and his flashlight. He sees this weird thing. It starts chasing after him. He looks over his shoulder, takes a shot at it. It misses. He gets back to his house. This thing is scraping at his door for a little bit. It eventually stops, but he hears this thing making noises all throughout the night. Story number two is about a young girl, 10 years old, playing with her dog. She's playing fetch with it. She throws the ball. It bounces behind her. The dog gets thrown from behind her. It gets knocked out. This thing hits her in the back of the head, knocks her out. She wakes up to being dragged through the woods. She screams. This thing lets her go. She tries to run. She does not run successfully. It starts drowning her, only to be saved by her dog. The dog returns home three days later, and he's covered in blood and cuts, but he's safe. Story number three, a man with excellent eyesight was driving he was away with his wife. They were going fishing in the road. They see this weird thing about 50 yards out in the distance. It's thin. It's low to the ground. It's moving all weird and the limbs are bent and broken. And that's really it. Those are your three stories. I'm going to give you guys some time to discuss. Go. All right. So the first one felt like there was no details. The second one felt like there was too many details. And the third one felt like there was just nothing. Um, <laughs> with that being said, I'm not sure what you moon this one right now. <laughs> Well, personally, <laughs> I, I feel like they're all fake. So it's right, hard for right. me to distinguish which one is the fakest, right? Yeah. I mean, the first one, like I said, sounds like a very typical cliche kind of like monster story. Um, the second one is two in a way, you know, the dog saves a little girl, right? Um, 
And the third one was just like so rambly and full of details that I'm really not inclined to believe it. Yeah. I mean, the third one, as weird and bizarre as it sounds, I could see someone on the internet like writing something that rambly. So when Tove said earlier after the second story that it could be either story one or story two, we narrowed it down. And now we're throwing in story three as well. We didn't hear story three at the time. Uh, <laughs> I just want to add that context. Fair, fair. We narrowed it down to story one and two because that's all we had. Yeah. I think it's definitely story one or two or three. <laughs> Cove, would you agree? Yes. <laughs> I know how I, I feel it, it is story two. How mad would you guys be if I was like, twist ending, it's all, they're all fake. I would like, you guys, that. You guys win. Uh-huh. I appreciate the win, even if it's a softball. <laughs> I, I did it so Zach had no ch- chance but to win. So so what makes you think that is story number two? Is it all the details? Yeah. Is it like the cliche dog thing? It's language? Similar, it's similar to before, where it's, it's too much language, it's too much detail, it gets you in trouble. Whereas the third one is, is the exact same thing, but it's a run on something. And honestly, what after what you said, I do. I'm, I'm gonna lean towards story three actually, because it gives them the guise of, look, this is somebody just typing all the things they saw, and the right. first two are so contradictory to one another. You know, what I mean, they're so opposite contrasts. I mean, that the third one really, honestly, is the one that would make me lean towards. So mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm leaning towards three right now, personally. Okay, you had me leaning a little bit more back towards two though, because mm-hmm. it was the closest encounter. Right? Like, this girl was actually attacked and dragged by this yeah, thing. physically grabbed. I mean, and I guess no one was around for 20 miles to see that. But, like, what happened to her? Like, what kind of injuries did she sustain? Like, did she receive any kind of medical treatment? And if so, like, how was that explained? Uh, I mean, I'm back on two, honestly. I feel like, I feel like you're back on two. I'm thinking two. I'm thinking two. I'm thinking two. Blood caked. Blood caked. Blood caked. Zach, you want to do the honors for me? I, on behalf of the whole squad, behalf. will lock in story number two. Guys, yeah. Would you would you like to lock in a different story before I lock in Zach's loss? No, <laughs> no. That was the truth. Yeah, it's story number one. one. Okay, uh, that's fine. Really? Yeah. <laughs> well. <laughs> well, if you enjoyed this podcast, please make sure to click like. Zach, I'm sorry, but hey, you played a good game. It's been fun. It's been fun. Yeah. I'm glad that we could have you on at least one more time before it was over. It's all about the fun. That's what you said, right, Austin? It's, it's about the fun and the friends we made along the way. Yeah, it's about winning. <laughs> winning. Winning would be nice. <laughs> Is there anything else you guys want to add here? Do you guys believe in crawlers now? No. I, <laughs> I don't know. I, did, I don't, I don't want to say I do. Because I don't. I don't want to believe in them, but who knows? But what I will say is that of a, a lot of the mythical creatures and things that we've talked about on this show, I feel like something, some weird hairless looking creature like this is maybe one of the more believable things that I've, that we've discussed, you know? That's what I'll say. I think the problem is my imagination is just, there's no way this thing could be real to me. This is the way I'm picturing it. <laughs> I can show you a picture of what they look like. Please do, because I got this crazy picture in my head. I'm like, y'all trolling, y'all. <laughs> show them what you used in your video. Yeah, yeah. That is about it. Thank you guys so much for watching and listening. If you're listening wherever you get your podcast, make sure to give us a rate and review and subscribe to the podcast for free. If you're watching the video version, make sure to give us a like, leave a comment letting us know what you thought, and subscribe for more episodes coming soon. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Culture35 and on TikTok at RealCulture35 for some extra bonus content. And that is about it. Thank you guys again so much for watching and listening. We will see you guys next week for the second to last episode of True Myths One Lie. Bye, guys. 
Hey, Drew Scott here. And I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.